Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Is you with it? Posse trying to eat. Is you with it? Making ends meet. Is you with it? Told him talk is cheap. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. What's going on, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. Uncle Hotep's podcast. How you guys doing? Uh, it's episode 23. And here we are again. Uh, Olympics is, I guess it's almost over. I thought the Olympics was two weeks or something like that. So it's almost over. Uh, had a little shenanigans with uh, this Ryan Lochnokris, whatever the hell the god, goddamn white man name is. He, uh, a swimmer. Tried to say he was uh, got jacked, but it was end up being like a security thing. So uh, I guess he tried to say he he had he got his uh, medal stolen, and but that ended up not being the case. So it's a big scandal going on. This 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 just popped off. So <laughs> they tried to get on a flight and leave real quick after he uh, said he got robbed, but uh, they ended up pulling him off the plane, and uh, there's quest had to question him in, in Rio. So it's, it was some craziness. Um, I don't I, I I don't care. I mean, it's, it's crazy shit. And <laughs> but you know. Uh, I already seen the root in, uh, you know, those Negro publications saying this is just an example of white privilege. If it was a black, I mean, if it was a black Olympian, they would have took his medals already. Uh, Like, I can't stand him. I can't stand these black media outlets. They're such trash. If you want black media... Go to hotepnation.com. That's where you get it from. Don't go, go to the root, Essence, online, Ebony, online. Don't go to any of them. Blavity, Bossup, all of them are trash. Go to hotepnation.com if you want to go get your uh, get your uh, your news or something like that. But uh, So we'll end up... Uh, Olympics will be almost, almost, almost over, so I'm seeing... I think I'm going to try to catch to see if the men win the uh, gold medal. And uh, I want to catch and see who wins the soccer tournament. So I'll probably turn that on tonight. Um, we'll see. But uh, let me go get to a Louisiana. Um, Louisiana had another flood. A um, uh, few people died. Uh, a lot of people have lost their homes. And it's been general mayhem for like the last, I guess, week or so. Um, a lot of people are are being misplaced again, displaced again. And uh, I saw, uh, I was going on Facebook or Fed book or <laughs> parentheses book, however you want to call Facebook. Um, I was going on there and uh, this one guy, 
he was down there. He put made a video, you know, the Facebook uh, stream videos are are, are hot and popping. But he made a video which I think it had like a few few thousand shares. I think it might have had like a million views. Um, he was asking where Black Panthers are and where Black Lives Matter were helping the people in uh, Louisiana. His uh, premise was they was just down there for the Alton Sterling shooting, if you remember. That was down there in Baton Rouge. And uh, now that there's an emergency where flood happens and people, a lot of black residents down there are getting out of their homes and it's just getting flooded right out of there. They got they, they need help. Where he asked, where where are they? He's saying they were down there for the this shooting, this pro, and t- for protesting and stuff like that. But when a real emergency this happens, where are the Black Panther Party and where is Black Lives Matter? They up tailed and ran. They were nowhere to be found. And I was like, wow. You know what I mean? I, 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 it's starting to be a trend that more and more people are are coming out making videos against Black Lives Matter. They still have a a, a a nice core following, but I'm starting to see, I almost want to call it the cottage industry of uh, anti-Black Lives Matter. I think I mentioned that last video, uh, last podcast, but I'm seeing that a lot. So I don't know if he was trying to do that or on purpose, or on purpose or he was just frustrated. It seemed to me he was just frustrated. So I was kind of um, moved by that. So anyway, on on his page he had a uh he had a flyer where you could uh, send supplies and stuff like that and uh I was like, "Fuck it. If I don't send anything, I'm going to share it." I'm a, and there's this uh on Fedbook or parentheses book. <laughs> uh there's a uh, there's this Black Conversations and Events group I'm part of, uh people that are local to where I'm from and uh Mostly, it's all black, really, and uh, usually talk about stuff that goes on in the black community. So I decided to share it. I was like, hopefully, somebody will, uh, somebody will uh, share it, or, or maybe some people will donate. I shared it, and automatically, and as you well know, if you know my political stances on things, I'm not the most liked member in this black conversations group. Let's just be that clear. One of these days, I'm, I think I'm going to try to invite one of them and try to do a podcast interview with, with somebody in the group. But, so you guys can get a feel of what I'm, I'm talking about here. But if you know, anyway, I'm, I've been pro-Trump in the, in the group. Uh, I've been anti-Hillary, anti-Democrat in the group. So you know I'm not the most well-liked person in the group. It, uh, to say I've been called coon and a self-hater is putting it mildly. Well, I, I keep going because I, I don't really don't care because I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk what I want to talk about and in my eyes there's I think some of them are the ones that are exhibiting self hate and stuff like that that's a different story I wouldn't get off I'm, I'm not gonna get off topic I post the, the thing the flyer and automatically are you going to do something about it? Are you going to say they need self-help or anything like that? Need to help themselves? Blah, blah, blah. I always, I immediately get attacked for posting it in there because I don't know why I thought it would be a good post. It's a, a harmless post of 
where you can send supplies if you want to send help to Louisiana, and I get attacked for it. I'm like, what is your problem? And then people go on a spiel and say, somebody brought up, uh, they didn't think any, it, it wasn't the, the black sections of Louisiana. I don't know where they are, where, what part of Louisiana they're talking about. Because I only seen on the news that it was white people that was getting flooded out. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm looking at it. And the people I follow on social media, the videos I seen on social media, there was plenty of black folks getting rescued. But I guess on the on the uh the normie normie box, the one eyed idiot box, it just it's not showing in a lot of our black people's uh getting affected by the flood. So I, I guess if to the normies it, it doesn't look like uh anything's really happening to the black folks so he said i'm not giving them nothing i'm like wow and then so i said i said in my mind man look i looked i was downstairs right there's this box a box i had because uh um i didn't unpack it. it was from my job and we've i've moved offices several times in this job they keep moving you around. You know how in in the in you're in the cube farm life, you get moved around a lot. So I had a box that that needed to get moved around, and I had a bunch of my stuff in it. And it was a pretty decent sized box. I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna go and donate, man. I'm gonna go and donate to what to this guy. Um, not necessary to him, but to, to the uh, it was called Fr- flood relief. Uh, flood relief. Uh, the address is. 711 Jefferson Highway Suite 2 Baton Rouge, Louisiana 70806 So um I I I had a bunch of sneakers I had I you know what I mean I went through a a, a nignog uh point in my life where I was had a whole bunch of sneakers I'm like fuck it I got a whole bunch of sneakers these people lost everything I mean, they need anything. I had a bunch of polo shirts. I'm like, man, I need these. I had some diapers laying around that my Jade does been outgrew. These are like baby diapers. I threw that in there. Some some soap in there. Some deodorant in there. A whole bunch of towels. You know what I mean? They they need all this stuff because they don't have anything. You know what I mean? Imagine you just got out. You just got out of your home and all your all your shoes just the gun flooded away. You know what I mean? The whole house flooded. So I figured, I mean, they could use somebody ten and a half. Somebody out, somebody down in Louisiana got ten and a half foot. Yo, you made out. You made out. So I threw some uh, some Nike Airs and a Reebok. I threw like three pairs of shoes in there and uh, a couple other shirts and some other things. And I and I I packed it up. I made a little video. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, Y'all can see it. And I uh, went down to UPS and shipped it out, man. Uh, 161 bucks. You know what I mean? I, it wasn't nothing. I'm like, fuck it, man. And I felt good about it. I mean, I, I was kind of mad that I was like, I kind of did it to show the people in the Facebook group. You know what I mean? Because uh, my point about people in that Facebook group is like, stop looking to, for the white man to do everything for y'all. You know what I mean? Do do everything for ourselves and we do things for ourselves and stop looking for the white man aka the white liberal to help us help negroes out we'd be a much better off position in life and they refuse to see that a lot of them refuse some do see that but a lot of them refuse to see that and then and i get in war words with that and you know i mean it goes in name calling and stuff like that so i mean whatever but i kind of did that just to that but i mean but uh when i went and tweeted it and uh 
I started seeing people in Louisiana say thank you. And it, it, it really struck my heart. I was like, I almost shed a thug hotep tear. I almost, it almost came out. I, it, it welled up a little bit. I'm like, damn. And people were out with thanking me and saying like, good job. And I, we need more people like you. And I'm, I, I'm starting to, I'm starting to favorite all of those people that said thank you and stuff like that. I, it, it felt really good. Um, when you do some something for other people uh it feels it feels good and especially when they need it and uh and these people actually do need it um you were seeing that guys guys were walking in water the guy said he was 510 and the water was up to the guy's chest i'm like what the hell man i'm like geez man so you can imagine what it did to the houses and stuff like that they probably don't got a lot of stuff left so I really, I really felt good about that, and uh, and all the people that thanked me. Um, hey, man, thank you, thank you for uh, being down there, and uh, uh, keep up the good, keep up the good fight, and uh, don't lose hope. And uh, I, uh, you guys are, uh, yeah, your strength is, uh, it will be seen. I mean, I, you, you, you can't give up hope for the people that are down there that that aren't giving up hope. And are, are still fighting, and and this shows human res, resiliency and neighborhood of resiliency. Um, it's you see whites helping blacks, blacks helping whites, and that's the way it should be. Um, you don't. It's not this racial polarizing shit that you see on the the Twitter timeline every day, um, and and that's and that's the way it should be. You know what I mean? Uh, when. I, I would like to think when the shit hits the fan that uh, the human races put up human races or, or ethnic whatever you want to call it in the current year of our Lord 2016 will put away put aside some of their differences and help each other. But you know, I mean, some people got to put a, a a good show on for Twitter. I don't know. And uh, I, I I say all this to say is because I always <laughs> it's funny that. This is like a rehash of, remember when Kanye West went up on that, uh, they were having that telethon for Katrina, and uh, he, he he went off script, he went off hinges and said, George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> now, now I'm saying, does Barack Obama care about black people? <laughs> He's on vacation, man. He's not coming off a vacation. He's on the golf course. He's on the golf course. And there's plenty of people that are... I mean, it would be a good... Uh, it, it's not like nothing he can really do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's up to, I guess, the governors and stuff like that to, to do stuff like this. But, it, I mean, it still would be a good uh, good showing. Uh, I, if it was me, I would I would have... Uh, I would have cut my vacation short, to be honest with you. If it it seemed like it was a big national emergency to uh, to warrant that, um, I don't know. I to be honest, I don't know why he's taking a vacation for anyway. This is his last year of office. Get your black ass back to work and f- get some shit done. Like you act like you got to use your days before you you leave office office you know what i'm saying it's like every you know me at my job like you gotta they keep telling me oh you gotta use your days or you're gonna lose them like he's gonna lose his days man you're gonna be off for the rest of your life obama you know what i'm saying you can stick it out to the end of the year it's goddamn august that's what september october november december january you got five months left man 
Toughen up, brother. Toughen up, man. Get your get off the golf course and get in front of that. Go down Louisiana. Go visit. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, this guy. Oh my gosh, man. I I don't want to turn it into a Barack Obama bash podcast, but man, sometimes he does stuff a lot less less to be desired. Now I know news came out today that they're they're I guess the Justice Department they're going to go end private prisons um now i used to work in a state prison in delaware for three years um so i do have some uh, input or knowledge of prison work uh, and how prison life is um it's probably a good thing um because i'm not i don't object to the thought of having a private prison but i mean the way they're run i think they bought if you're going to have private prisons they got to be held to higher standards um, I think uh, the prison, the private prisons, they're using private prisons just to cut, to cut corners and cut costs. Um, then you don't pay the the guards. Then you, you, you're getting less pay for guards. That means you're getting less quality applicants. Then you're getting less, uh, you're getting these individuals that are act like assholes to the inmates. Then your inmates are probably, you're not probably getting the, the programs they need. You know what I mean? Um, I think, uh, but the whole over, overall system needs to be uh, uh, re uh, revamped. It's not because they're, they're, America is. I think uh, I think people have a misconception about jail. Um, you go to jail; that's your punishment. It's not like you go to jail to rehab yourself. You get the. I think. Uh, the primary rehab is really being removed from society. I think their premise is, and it's always been, you being removed from society should fix your black ass or white ass or whatever, should fix you that you don't want to ever go back in prison again. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. But see, it gets to the point where people, they get in prison and they... they get so dependent on that prison life they get used to it and they you know i mean they bidden it's called uh when you're in jail you it's called you know you doing your bid like you you do anything to make the days go by to get your mind off that time because if you think about that time constantly you're just gonna go fucking stone cold crazy um that's why people uh they get in the routines. They either crack on the guards. You have people that would crack on the guards every day. You have people that, I mean, they would gamble. Um, they would make soup. They would make the boner. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy in jail. I mean, they would, they would they'd take the couple noodles and they would crush them up together and they would put them in a bag and they would call it. They would, this guy cooking, they would save, they would save scraps and leftovers from their meal, like the chicken and stuff like that throwing in the soup, you know, make it, put it all together, throw some cheese in there, and they would have Buna and shit like that. that that's what they call it in Delaware, Buna. I think it, every jail calls it a different term, but uh, that's what it is. So, I mean, he's got, he's, and then, uh, and then, uh, so I think he should, and uh, because then you have the whole speculation about people uh, getting thrown in jail just because they have to fill these jails. Um, I don't, so then you then you would have courts that would throw people in jail, judges that would just throw people in jail as kickbacks from the private prison industry and stuff like that. But 
I say that to say this, just because it's not a private prison industry doesn't mean people aren't making money off prisons. You know what I'm saying? Just because, uh, say, if you have state, like in Delaware, everything was a state prison. Just because it's a state prison doesn't mean people aren't getting rich off the inmates. Let, let's get that first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because who's feeding the inmates? You know what I mean? There's a state contract getting... Uh, uh, there's a company that's getting a state contract to come in and feed or to to ship food in there. Now I know the inmates cook it, but the state is buying food from somebody. You know what I mean? The state is buying material for their uniforms from somebody. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole. It's a whole industry a prison industry it's not going to stop just because they stop privatized prisons it's it's bigger than that man who's who supplies the the fences who yeah you know i mean for uh who supplies the cars for the the co's the uniforms for the co's there's still money to be made in prison industry they're just not going to be privatized so like what i what i like to see prison be revamped and more emphasis on uh, rehabilitation yeah but uh one you have to have inmates that are, are uh that will take that seriously and, and not just do it because it's court, court appointed and then just try to get to shave some time off their time you know what i mean i i think they you have to want to do that so i i mean i wouldn't have rehab just to shave some time off your off your sentence i'd have rehab so when they get out they they can have the skill set to do something else in life and uh, be successful so they don't fall into the habit of back into the life of crime so to speak and speaking of crime you have the milwaukee riots it was uh oh man i remember this night man like it was anything man i went i went to sleep kind of early and I woke up like 3.30, man. I'm like, what the fuck? I had to go to the bathroom. I took a piss. I I think I casually looked at my phone and I see Milwaukee was trending. I'm like, the fuck is going on in Milwaukee? It was like 3.30 in the morning. I, went my, I took my black ass right back to sleep. Woke up. Milwaukee had hit the fan, man. Oh, I'm like, oh my gosh. What the hell went on, man? It was a riot. Uh, the guy... This guy, Sylvia Saint, I think his name is. Um, he pointed a gun at a, a black police officer. Black police officer, officer pulled out the shot, the, the gun, and shot him and killed him. And, and and what's strange about this is that these guys actually went to uh, they went to high school together. They actually knew each other. It's crazy how one went to a life of crime and one went to, one went to the uh, and became a Milwaukee police officer. Um, so Milwaukee, there was a, a weave a weave store went up in flames. Um, they went in there, robbed everybody of the weave. Um, you know how it went. Uh, you know how it. You know how Nick Nogs and the Akadas, the Shines. You know how they get when they they start rioting over. You know how they gets when the riots start rioting. When the, when they start rioting, they 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 rob these stores, man. And uh, a gas station, they they burn down a gas station, uh, another store in the, and another. Uh, it was a weave shop, a health, uh, 
a hair salon, a hair shop. I, I don't know why we're spending so much money on hair supplies. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I do know why, but I mean, come on, man. So anyway, I start rolling through the footage and it was crazy. It, people, one girl walked out of, of the store and had like, she must have had 50, pa- 50 pounds of bundles in her hand. Her whole body was covered in bundles. So she was bear hugging it. There was bundles was just falling everywhere, and it's it was crazy. This one guy was filming it. He was outside in his car, so he was he had it out there. And then this one girl came out the store with a whole bunch of shit in her hand. She came up to his door and was like, "Yo, can you give me a ride down the street?" He was like, "Hell no! I'm not getting involved with this foolishness." I couldn't believe it. She went back. She ran back in the store. I'm like, oh my God, these people's wilding. They, then, uh, and, you know, I just, I just, I can't, I'm tired of this shit, man. Any black American should be tired of this bullshit. And these people, black Americans want to make excuse for it. You guys are the sellouts. Y'all, y'all, I'm not going to get in calling y'all names. But y'all are the ones that are, are making the big mistake by advocating and condoning pe- people rioting over bullshit. And then as soon as people call it out, y'all, the, the first thing the ne- American Negro does is say, oh, they bring up pictures of uh, white folks rioting over, over a hockey, winning the hockey, uh, the Stanley Cup. They'll bring up white folks rioting over soccer, soccer game, winning the soccer World Cup. That's what they do. They do it every time. I I start replying. I was like, "Well, they're both stupid." But they, but they, but in their minds, if the white person do it, the black people can do it too. And, and I'm sick of this shit, man. Like, why, why, why are you using sports fans writing to justify you? Going into a hair salon, stealing weave, and burning down stores, burning down police cars, burning down everything. Why are you using sports fans to in relation to what y'all just did? It doesn't make any sense to me. Why are they, why are you using them as your cultural standard, your standard of behavior? Again, I keep saying this. Y'all keep saying y'all the original man and woman this earth and act like it. I'm sick of that shit, man. They burn up police cars and everything. And then the the thing is, the next day, his dad came. They didn't give him a, a, a long video interview. And I know why. Because it was on Fox News on the webpage. And he came. It was almost hotep the way he, he broke it down. Uh, he was against... Because I guess it's easy to get a license to carry in Wisconsin. But he was saying that's a mistake because these Blackfoot kids, they kill any black kids, whatever. Just because you have a license to carry doesn't mean you can shoot pointed at a cop. This is what happened. The, the guy got out the car pointed at a cop, cop blasted him. Anyway, he was saying he wasn't a good role model for his son. He was out there in and out of jail. He said he just got out of jail a couple months ago. 
Um, he said he's been pimping and, and running drugs and all this other foolishness. So he, he's saying it's a cycle and we're killing each other and then the cops are killing us. He, 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 he really broke down what was going on in the black community. If you got a time, if you got a chance, people go up and look up that, uh, that guy's, uh, the guy, the kid's father's, uh, Fox News uh, interview. It's it wasn't recorded. I looked for a video of it. It wasn't recorded. It was just on the website, and he it was a real red pill response. But on in contrast, the women of his family, and this it, I'm not see. I, I hate the, the the break it down, but a lot of violence in the community is due to the women in the community. I'm not. I'm just. It, it is what it is. His sister gets up there. And says, don't burn down our stores. Don't burn down our, we need our weave. I don't wear it. I don't wear it. But she, this is what she actually did say. That I swear to God. she. <laughs> Tommy Sotomayor made a whole video about that. Because she said it on camera. We need our weed, but I don't wear it. <laughs> it's like she cleaned it up real fast. It was crazy as hell. But anyway, you know, you don't, you, you don't need the weave. Sorry, I'm not giving y'all that excuse, man. That's another story. But in the current year of our Lord, 2016, can we stop with the weave, man? It's just stop. It's played. I wish this fad would play itself out and y'all go back to the 60s with the afros. But that's like. That's asking for a miracle right now. But anyway, she said, don't burn up our stores. Go to white neighborhood, burn their stores up, burn their houses, tear up their neighborhoods. First of all, you're going to get shot. <laughs> Let's get that perfectly clear. Y'all going to white, that's why y'all don't go in the white folks' neighborhood, because you know goddamn well them white folks will put a bullet in your black asses. Let's, let's get it clear, perfectly clear. And this is where the women are trying to lead black men to the goddamn slaughter. Don't you listen to that black man. Don't you listen to that bullshit. You're going to end up getting smoked listening to that foolishness. For one thing, what does the white neighborhood have to do with anything? The black cop shot you. Shot the kid. The police station is that way. So why are you going to want to go? Why are you telling the, these key people to go the other way and instead of ransacking the stores in your neighborhood, go in the white neighborhoods and ransack their neighborhoods? Allegedly, Milwaukee's the most segregated whatever city. I, I keep hearing this. Everybody has a claim to the most. It's the most segregated city in America. Blah blah. It's self segregated. Y'all don't. Y'all don't want to live near the white folks. Then white folks don't want to live near y'all. It's, it's it's just how it is. Like people live near each other. It's that simple. For the most part. Now, when some Negroes get a little bit of change, they get they hightail it out the neighborhood. We know that. We know that. But for the most part, the people that are in the same like uh, economic. Uh, levels they'll stick together so it's not like uh this is forced segregation this is self-segregation 
So, but if 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 your problems with the police force, why aren't you outside the police station? I, I I this is one of the things I it boggles my mind right there. I'm like, why are you why are you attacking? You know, see what y'all using this for? And this is why to D Ray and his bullshit ass class in the defense of looting, he should be locked up on charges for inciting riots all over across America. Yes, I said it. Lock D-Ray up right goddamn now because it's half of the shit is his fault. Y'all can call me whatever you want. He's a Soros lackey and he's he's doing Soros job to incite riots all across the country. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows what it, a brain knows it. Except the American Negro, except the American Shine, except the Akata. It's it, it is and it's crazy. So yeah, there, there was a stark difference between the boy's father and his sister. His father was saying, "Give it a real rational response of why it's the stuff is happening," and it, he he bore partly the blame because he said he wasn't a role model for his son and his sister going off the fucking rails, telling them telling these kids to go rob the go and rob and ransack the white neighborhoods basically giving these kids a death sentence because they the white folks know how to shoot let's let's not let's get it clear yes i know negroes can shoot a basketball but compared to the white man they cannot shoot a gun and, and i don't care what any of y'all say they're not even close they're not even on the same level so keep keep messing with the white folks you want man because y'all, y'all can't outshoot them it would take y'all year de- it would take y'all generations and generations to catch up to the white man and be able to shoot as good as the white man. We we know this is for a fact. Your little kids, their little kids five, six years old be going to the gun range. Y'all, y'all do y'all <laughs> y'all be teaching the kids to shoot sideways and all that all the foolishness, man. Come on, man. Stop. Stop. Don't listen to that woman. Don't listen to that woman. So it seemed Milwaukee has calmed down. Uh, I listened to the scanner the other the last night, and I, I watched a little bit of videos on Facebook and stuff like that. And all they're doing is getting giving these cops some practice when, and play with their new weapons. And it was it was foolish. Nothing really happened. It was it was winding down. So I don't. I think uh, Milwaukee has calmed down a little bit. So I think that story is about to go down the memory hole. Um. There was also a. There was LA, LA College roommate, uh, LA College, I think it was Pitzer College, P I T Z E R. Uh, this female uh, put an ad for a roommate, and she said, uh, "Persons of color only." <laughs> oh, I, these black feminists have lost their their, their mind. Uh, and this is another thing about black people. They always got to advertise. Stop black men. Um, I know I'm sounding condescending. I don't care. I don't care at all. But stop advertising stuff. Just stop it. Just stop. I don't care if I'm condescending or not. Stop. You have to stop advertising anything. If you just want a black roommate, go use your networking skills and say hey do you know somebody 
You know what I mean? Don't put an ad on the internet saying people of color only, no whites, and all this other foolishness. Because the sooner or later, it's going to come back the other way. I'm I'm surprised it hasn't come the other way. Whites are going to be like, no, they ain't going to put a, a, a ad up. and uh, cause, But see, they're a little smarter than that. They don't do that dumb shit. I mean, it, it, they'll... They can probably tell by your name or something like that when you reply. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, no, I'm not running to him. But, I mean, they're a little uh, slicker with that. And, and and it's up to the Negro to learn that skill and stop wearing their emotions on their sleeve. I mean, sometimes you have to move with stealth. Um, you people keep talking about being on the front lines. No shine you're behind enemy lines and act accordingly and and people in the american negro uh i guess for the most part doesn't get that and it's a shame it just shows you with this uh in this with this story it's like like why would you even put that in there anyway and and then what what's with these quote-unquote safe spaces um it's like where you're gonna, it's like we're slowly creeping back to. Next thing you know, we're gonna have colored waterfowl, black people waterfowls, colored or whatever you want to call it, and white people waterfowls, white bathrooms and and black bathrooms. Like, how far you guys want to take it? You got you can't be in public with white people. Y'all so scared. I mean, it's a lot of this stuff is fear. This is outright fear, and I don't know how they got to this point. These are a bunch of pampered kids that think they can get their own way and their their college professors are warping their brains and like what do you think you're going to do when you get into the real world you know what I mean if maybe you're not one of these people that are entrepreneur you know entrepreneur and make your own job I understand that you can hire whoever you want what if you're not one of these people you got you want to go work at a company what are you going to do you you have to work with white people you're going to freeze up you were like, hey, I need a safe space. Are you serious? And then you all, y'all going to talk about, oh, we're not making the same amount of money. You're working these same degrees. You're not getting the degrees that, that pay the money. Because you're scared to be around white people. <laughs> Yo, kill me with this, man. It's unreal, man. You guys have to stop this, man. Stop. With this self segregation and and making making a, a goddamn uh, roommate ad and saying persons of color only. First of all, stop with these pe- person of color. I already told y'all a million times. Stop it. Either you're black or not. And I don't care if you're goddamn Hispanic, Asian, whatever. Call them what they are. Don't call them a person of color. We're not all the same. Just because they're non-white, it doesn't. I mean, I mean, it doesn't mean they're down with the the black person's pride. A Hispanic will call you a nigger in a minute. So do not get it screwed up. Do not get that screwed up. And y'all getting this screwed up. I, I, I hate this. This podcast is going this direction. I'm, I'm trying to teach y'all, but man. Y'all doing a lot of nignog stuff lately, man, and it, 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 it's out of control. It's out of control. But back on point. Um, I watched. I missed. 
I remember I was talking about, I, I think I added, I said in other podcasts about the Libertarian Town Hall, uh, and I wanted to watch the the Green Party one. Well, I missed it. When it but it's, thank God, the year of our Lord, current year of our Lord, 2016, you can watch it, the replay on, on YouTube. Uh, I think it was about two hours. It was it seemed a little shorter than that, though. But uh, I watched the... I watched it on uh, on YouTube, and I was I was so so on. Uh, I was definitely more impressed than the Libertarian Town Hall. They they seemed more uh, uh, knowledgeable of their own policies and what their stance was, or what their they. I think they better conveyed what their party was to the American people. Now, whether that can catch on to the American people, I don't know. Um, she uh, obviously she took a, a hard stance on Israel, and I actually applaud uh, Jill for that. Just to treat them as any other uh, country, as far as if they violate uh, human rights violations, I, I mean that's that's logical. Um, I'm talking about pulling back our bases, uh, which is also logical. I mean, we got to stop being. I don't know why people want to be the world police. You're not being the world police. What you're being is the world invaders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like just it. The propaganda is so good in America; they can't. They see it as one way, and this is where Hollywood and other stuff comes in. But it's actually the other. Um, they, I don't know. There's something like 200 and some military bases, U.S. military bases around the world, and she, she, Jill said. The rest of the country's combined military bases is only like 30. So what does that mean? You know what I mean? Are we an invading force or a protecting force? I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to answer that because you should, you already should know what really is going on. If If you're listening to this podcast, you know what's going on. So I was impressed with her on that. Her V, her VP, uh, Candidate uh, Baraka, I think his name. I don't mean how you say his name. Hold on a second. Her uh, her VP Ajumba Baraka is <laughs> almost a play on a uh, Barack Baraka. Um, he see he. I was impressed by him. I'm not gonna lie. Um, CNN guy asked him to clarify his called because he called Barack an Uncle Tom president, which. I fell out laughing. I wish I had heard him say it live. And uh, Azuma, he didn't back. He doubled down on it. He said that was his choice of words, and and he stands by his words. Now the CNN CNN guy gonna tell you it's a racially charged slur. If it's a racially charged slur, what are you doing using it? First off. (laughs) But I was impressed that he he, he didn't uh, back down from it. I mean, he pulled off the heavy, heavy hitter, and I mean, it, it's valid. And the way he described it, he described it as Barack was supposed to be this president of change. You know what I mean? This progressive president of change. And he isn't. He wasn't, and he was not, and he isn't today. He's far from it. He plays the part, but he doesn't do the part. And this is why... It gets it gets mad. I mean, I tell to tell people that Barack is just nothing more than George Bush George Bush Junior with swag. 
That's what that's all he is. And he can get over on the American Negro because he 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 can dance a little bit. He goes out and plays basketball. He invites these rappers to the White House to have sit downs. He has sit downs with Black Lives Matter. He has sit downs with D Ray. So it looks like he's doing the part. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, he's sending drone strikes. He's giving Saudi Arabia 150, $1.5 billion arms deals, selling them weapons that they use to fight Yemen and, and to bomb hospitals and, and bomb kids. He's given, doing airdrops of, of military weapons in Syria, and they uh, surprisingly, amazingly, every time they does that, these weapons disappear and they've fallen in the hands of jihadists. So that's why Ajuma uh, uh, call him an Uncle Tom candidate because he, he he is. In that aspect, he's perpetrating the goddamn fraud. So that I was I that, I respect that I respect that. Um, I've been trying to get the Negroes to like I said I've been in on on the uh, Fed book or the parentheses book I been trying to get these Negroes to. Uh, switch over to the green party uh, it's been going unsuccessful <laughs> it's hard man i'm telling you they're they're so afraid of trump man it, it's embarrassing it's 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 disappointing um either either vote for trump or vote for jill stein that's in my opinion um like in in my in the in the perfect scenario i think black folks should uh split their vote go half Trump half Green Party and then uh, you can grow the Green Party and you can take a chance with Trump you know what I mean because you already know what you're going to get with the Democrats not a goddamn thing if Barack has, has gotten you nothing if a black man has gotten you nothing in the White House except close down some private prison and all they're going to do they're switching their money around they i bet you investors already pulled their money out of private prisons and they're they're going to put, i know what they're going to do they're going to put the money in rehabs and they're going to let the you know, legalize some of these drugs and they're going to put them in rehabs they're going to make money off the rehab game watch the rehab game blow up you heard it here first episode 23 the rehab game is going to blow up so that's what that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get some of these Nick Nogs to to vote for uh, Jill Stein to go to Green Party, man. Because you know what I mean. I've been been trying for the Trump the Trump train, and y'all know how that's going. <laughs> but I, I still think I still think he's going to do a little bit better than some. He'll do a little better than advertise with the black vote because I think the black male vote is going to. Uh, Especially like older, thirty-five and up is going to vote for uh, a lot more people my age are going to vote for Trump. Some of them are, not a whole lot, but some of them are. <laughs> uh, let me get into Nate Parker um, because this has been causing an incendiary thing on the timeline. Because you know everything is a touchy subject nowadays in the current year of our Lord, twenty thirteen. Um. You know, he's coming out with Birth of the Nation, the movie. Um, uh, I I probably was going to see it. I, I don't know if I was going to see it or not. I, mean, I might have waited or downloaded it or whatever. But, you know what I mean? I don't watch too much. I try to keep some of that out because 
some of these, I'm I'm still real skeptical of these rash of slave movies, um, and what the purpose is for, and uh, and I'm real conscious of the effects of propaganda. Uh, Goebbels, if you read about Goebbels and uh, Nazi Germany, they played the, the propaganda game real well. So you best believe that Hollywood spits propaganda. Like it might uh, listen. I'm going to put it in, in layman's and rational terms. If Russia has propaganda, why wouldn't the United States have propaganda? Like, it's it's all the same. Like, every country in the world does it. So, if, if Russia or China has state propaganda, America does too. It's just America has a different system of it. They have this Holly, quote-unquote Hollywood and... You can insert the parentheses if you want, and that's uh, how they get. And, uh, and and in my mind, I think a lot of a lot of these directors and, and uh, movie people are actual feds. You know what I mean? Straight up and down, and they're just the. That's how they operate. Uh, like a lot of the, I bet you a lot of the people you see on the CNNs, the Fox News, the ABCs. You, the people that you see on TV every night are actually federal agents. They're probably CIA or something like that. I think uh, uh, Yuri Bresmanov, I think he said so much in one of his interviews, I believe. Uh, because that's how they get, like, how would you get, like, when they, this is right when the Iron Curtain was up and how they would send, U.S. would send, oh, we're going to send reporters, like, like, I don't know, Walter Cronkite. Now, I'm not saying he was, but like saying they, they sent Walter Cronkite over to the, Russia. You don't think they ask him like, yo, man, you you check this out when you go over. Like, like take for instance, Dennis Robin. They sent Dennis Robin over there. You don't think they got a bug in his ear? I'm telling you. <laughs> Book it, I'm telling you. But, uh, Nate has, so I don't know if I was going to see the movie, but now I'm going to see it because, but I'm going to have to keep an open mind to it and not try to, and see what they're really trying to say in the movie. But anyway, uh, his old rape allegations resurfaced. Uh, I think it was 99. He, uh, uh, the story goes, uh, he, him and him and his buddy uh, allegedly raped, well, not allegedly, him and his buddy had he had sex with the girl, and uh, the jury found his sex was consensual. Um, she's saying she was unconscious, or she didn't know what she was doing, or she was passed out. Uh, I'm not sure if it was blacked out or, or unconscious. Um, his buddy uh, was sentenced, and I, I don't know how many. I I think he was was in for years or so, or something like that, and then. Uh, I think he got an appeal to the trial and then uh, he won the appeal because she didn't want to go through the trial again. Um, and these, despite the fact that he was uh, not guilty, uh, the media has stirred up the pot and you know who's leading the charge, the black feminists. Uh, black feminists all over the all over the, the timeline are saying, oh, we're not going to go see the movie they're having these debates of whether they're going to see the movie or not. They can see the movie. 
and they're full of shit, man. They're they're so full of shit because listen, how can they have this conversation about Nate Parker because he was alleged rapist, even though the fact that he was found not guilty of rape. These are the same people that are going to vote for Hillary Clinton and vote for and essentially put another alleged rapist, Bill Clinton, in the White House. So what's more important, him being Bill Clinton being in because, you know, if he's being in the White House, he's going to serve some type of uh, every uh, spouse of the president plays some type of part in leading the country, whether it's just. Uh, programs or, or or what whatever some people will say Nancy Reagan ran the, the ran the country in the later years of Ronald Reagan's uh uh tenure <laughs> I'm just saying that's what it was that was the rumor out there and you know Michelle Obama has these this health program with the kids so you're telling me y'all will not see Nate Parker because he was alleged rape which he was found not guilty of but you will vote for Hillary Clinton and try to put an alleged rapist back in the White House. What it doesn't make any sense to me. You got you people are two faced, and the only and and it goes back to Cosby. I'll go, I'll go back to Cosby again. The same thing with Bill Cosby. Y'all went hard on Bill Cosby. You still won't say nothing about Bill Clinton. I, I don't get it. I know why it the real the only reason why and this is the only reason and I'm talking to these black feminists is because there are black men involved and these black feminists hate black men and it, and it's that's the way it goes that's what it is that's the truth they love white men this is why people talk about race war I mean come on man you got these black folks love white people they really they do let's let's not get it confused. They love them. They love because they they want their admiration and their adulation. They want their affection. And this, you can see the double standard they choose when they have Bill Clinton here and Nate Parker, Bill Cosby here, and they treat them totally different. And you expect it would be flip flop. It is not. It's strange, man. I mean. You living with these zakatas, man, your whole life, man. You don't know what to t- do. It's it's only in a black America can you find such foolish <laughs> foolishness, man, and strange oddities, man. They hate black men. That's why they're going after Nate Parker. I, I mean, you can go, and Nate Parker had a whole bunch of movies. That I think he directed a, a. I guess he was in the red turn, the red, uh, that red whatever. Uh, the black airplane pilot movie, whatever. I think he was, I don't know if he directed or was in that movie, but, uh, none of this stuff came out during that, but it came out during this movie. So people are playing the conspiracy game. I don't know why it might be part marketing thing. You know what I mean? Cause they really can't do nothing to it about it, but, uh, or maybe they're trying to temper the interest of this movie. Cause it seems like people, a lot of people are anxious to see this movie. Um, but we'll see. Um, I'm not going to speculate on what happened. Uh, I'm just going to talk about what the court said. Um, and now, and, and it's and it's funny now that uh, now people are saying when you bring up the court case and, and what 
It was the, the jury found him not guilty, which was in state college. And, I, and listen, I live in Pennsylvania, and I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, ain't no black man raping no white woman in Pennsylvania in the 1990s. They're not doing. Matter of fact, they're not even doing it today. And if he's guilty, he's not going. There's no way he's not going to jail. Especially middle Pennsylvania. Come on, man. You might as well be in Alabama. If you if, you, if you're not in. Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, you might as well be in Alabama. Nobody folks don't play with you Negroes out here, man. And I'm telling you, I lived in Pennsylvania damn near my whole life. That's the joke. It's like Pennsylvania is Pittsburgh and, and Philadelphia and Alabama in between. That's the That was the joke. I mean, that was a saying for the longest time. Um... So I don't know how, and he, and he was just a wrestler. It's not like he was pumping thousands, millions and millions of dollars into the, the sports complex of Penn, uh, Penn State. They could lose a wrestler. It's, that's no, like, like no big deal. So I don't, I, I, you can't, I'm not putting his athletic part into it. Because they would ideally uh, railroad a black man up in State College easy. So I'm not, I know, I'm, that's the part I'm not buying. I can see maybe if he was on the football team. But on the wrestling team, there. come on, man. It's like there, there must be two Americas. There must be two Americas where black men were getting away with raping white women. Like where? When? How? Is this some alternate DC universe? This is alternate Earth 1, 2, 3, or 4 where this happened? Y'all lost your damn minds saying this stuff, man. And I'm not going to touch on the black men are caping for this and, and, and trying to drag him down with it. it <laughs> I can't fuck with y'all, man. Black men are today are the softest they've ever been. And it's disgusting. And uh, I got to talk about it. it, it uh, let me go back to these black feminists because if you know MGTOW, it's men going their own way. Well, black women have decided to do Bwigtow. Black women going their own way. <laughs> now, MGTOW, uh, um, if you go on YouTube, there's this guy, Sandman. He's a he's one of the prop chief proponents of MGTOW. Um, you're going to have to look up. Uh, I, I looked at one of the girls who's the starters of the the black woman going their own way movement, but basically they're they're advocates of interracial dating and and they're tired of black men. They don't care about black men anymore. They're tired of standing up for black men. Whatever this that and the third. It, it sound a bunch of scorned losers, man. I mean, Jesus Christ. You can date whoever you want to date. Y'all been doing it anyway, so I don't know why you have to make a quote unquote movement. Now imagine. <laughs> It, you already know the double standard in the black community because you know if the black men made a group about going about that, the, the women would be up in arms. But this just shows you their their mentality and their, their vanity and the pick me. It, it, it's it's y'all should be embarrassed to even follow a, a group like that. Like, ain't your aunties and your grandmoms like want to slap the shit out of you for even coming up with a, a group like black women going their own way? Just grow up. Y'all been doing it anyway. 
You need to go back and get back in the kitchen if you want to be perfectly honest and learn how to cook some goddamn collard greens. Man. Hotep Appreciation Day is coming, 9-13. I need, if you're listening to this podcast, I need you guys to help us out on 9 September 13th. Hotep Appreciation Day is the hashtag. We need you guys. I need the people that listen to this to tweet that ferociously. If you see my tweets, if you follow me on Twitter, if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Just so on 9-13, you can take part in the Hotep Appreciation Day. Um, You know, uh, we're trying to take back the culture. Help us try to take back the culture. If you help us take back the culture then you can help America and you can help black America. And you know, you don't want these nignogs acting nignogging. You know what I mean? You want them ho-tepping. You want them ho-tepping. So, on Hotep Appreciation Day, please help us out. We're, we're going to send out thousands of links and, and, and tweets and, and more than half articles, man. So, help us out on there and uh, help help us uh, spread the word on, on September 13th. That is Hope Tap Appreciation Day. We're trying to get that joint to run in, and uh, it'd be greatly appreciated. All right, that's enough for me, man. Uh, like I said, uh, I appreciate you guys for the listen. Um, I'm on iTunes. If you uh, get it, listen to me on iTunes, I appreciate it. Uh, give me some ratings and review. Um, uh, please check out hotepnation.com. Uh, there's a store there with some Hotep Nation shirts if you like them. Uh, please check out my YouTube page. It's on, uh, if you go to my Twitter, you, there's a link for it there. Um, and hopefully, like I said, we get this Hotep Appreciation Day popping September 20, 13th. And, uh, you guys help, uh, um, blah. If you guys had a chance, man, uh, please send some stuff down to Louisiana. The people down there need it. Um, it would be greatly appreciated. Just try to do, do do the best you can. If it's nothing but pampers or some towels or some paper towels, they need everything. Um, don't just try to wait on Obama because Obama is not going to help these Negroes down there. And, he's, and, and it's, it's not just Negroes. It's, it's uh, white folks, too, and everybody else that's living down there. But uh, you know how I just talk. I'm just talking. I'm just rapping. But uh, that's it. That's it for me, man. Just keep it hotep, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.